0: Ladies and gentlemen, it's a very uh, unique episode of The Death Piles of Taxes. Uh, this is social uh, distancing at its best. Derek Everett here, D. Roy Everett, in my own personal basement. And with me is Adam Beasley back at the, uh, the Adam Up Accounting Studio. Adam, how are you doing, buddy?
1: I'm doing great. Hey, will you run upstairs and tell your mom that uh, I, I'm, I th- hope she's doing well?
0: I said I was in uh, my basement, not your basement.
1: Oh, I, I thought your mom was upstairs.
0: No. No, we're keeping the social distance, man.
1: Oh, well, well, I agree with that. We should be social distancing.
0: You know, I have my own house, Adam.
1: Oh, okay.
0: You've been here many times.
1: That's true, I have. you got quite the death pile.
0: Hey, did you hear, uh, did you hear what I just popped?
1: What did you just pop?
0: I found these, uh, whoa, whoa. You got a drum set over there? What's going on? It's just all my
1: dues, my do due oh, 30s.
0: I, uh, have a Mountain Dew Zero Sugar Baja Blast. Have you seen these yet? Oh, man, I did see those come
1: out. I, not a big Baja oh, guy, but.
0: These are good, man. Good these stuff. are good. If, uh, if you have an opportunity, I would say go ahead and try that. Um, yeah, so me and I have them are different places, so if the recording comes off a little, a little funky, or if we talk over each other or something, hey, we're just trying to be safe and, and uh, do what the right thing is to do, so I guess, uh, just leading with that because sometimes you know things just don't work out like they should or sound a little different if that's the case that's why but you know, i have good feedback Adam, from last week's episode how about you
1: man i don't know what you did but there's some there's some good things coming in i i had a chance to listen this morning and i, I just i liked it i love it i i wanted some more of it
0: <laughs> hey yeah uh, i need i need to throw this out so we had michael painter in the studio with us um I'm going to be putting out some Husky sections that we recorded. We kind of talked about it in the, uh, the episode a little bit. These uh, will be just little short clips, not a whole episode, but just kind of break up the monotony, Everyone's stuck at home having some fun. So if you guys see some things drop, it may not all be resell-related. Some things we talked about were a little, little goofy. You get me and Mike together, and we about, we about drive Adam crazy. But it was a good time, man.
1: It was a good time. I, I enjoyed it little hard wrestling talks when it came to a few things, but, you know, I was all right with it. <laughs> it
0: was a lot of Tiger talk, and it was a lot of wrestling talk. But, hey, Adam, I'm getting some pictures pushed through here. Now, really? when am I supposed to look at these? Uh,
1: you can look at them right now if, you, if you'd like.
0: Okay. Adam, uh, Adam has some big stories of the week, so I'm just going to – he he teased me earlier in the week. Maybe you should tell the people what's going on, and I'll, I'll look at these and we can go down that, that road. You, you know, it, it was
1: one of those – the ultimate pick, like the unbelievable, unbelievable of unbelievable picks. Um, last week we talked about this this huge stimulus package that's coming through. Um, there's a big part of it that deals with small businesses that some eBay businesses will be able to uh, get. It's called the EDIL loan. It's like a $10,000 forgiven loan that they're going to help stimulate the economy with. So anyways, i filled that out for a lot of clients, and uh, I tried to do the proactive thing. I went through my phone and uh, called a bunch of friends or old clients, just people that uh, I knew to let them know about this, uh, you know, this potential $10,000, because that's just the kind of guy I am, right?
0: You are. I got got one of those calls myself.
1: So, and I did. I made sure we threw it in for your uh, company, because who knows? Like, Right now, business is up, but we, we again, we don't know. I mean, you might burn through that death pile, and you're not going to have anything left to sell here pretty quick.
0: So, well, it's probably a good thing for the people—people people at home, people uh, listening in—you may be eligible for this. So, either uh, hit up Adam or, or an accountant and see if there's something you qualify for. So, yeah, you know, had a lot of weird things in there, so. So, a quick plug there.
1: So I was doing that, and I called a friend, and uh, he lives in in, in uh, Nevada. We grew up together. You know, it's one of those things just like your high school buddies, like you just, you haven't talked for years, but you call and it's just like you were, you know, 18 again. And anyways, we got talking about a lot of different things and he, I brought up the pot. We, we got up, brought about cards. We got into some heavy card talk pretty quick. Cause he was always like, he was way better at sports than I was like, I, I mean, I told you, my dream was to be the payroll accountant for the Padres. <laughs> you know, I mean, this kid, yeah. Yeah, this kid yeah. could hustle. Like, he was, you know, he was a good ball player. He's, he's a good little ball player, as, as Penny would say. But anyways, we, we, a lot of sports things, a lot of my sports memories are, are with him. Um, watched the um, Dallas Cowboys and Pittsburgh Steelers in the Super Bowl. Watched a ton of and one, uh, you know, different basketball things. So
0: we got talking about it, and come well, back, man. Just drop technology and all that kind of thing. I can see you now, though. You can see me. I can't see you. That's probably a good thing.
1: Well, yeah. Hey, let's
0: get back in that story, man. We're just getting getting the good stuff. You're hanging out with this guy. He was uh, so friend from know, high guy, school. High school sports, all that. That's about where it dropped out for me.
1: Yes. Yeah, so, anyways, he he told me about this uh, event that his high school age son went to. Some sort of, uh, like, a dance or something in this guy's uh, house, and this guy has this tremendous sports collection, like, greatest you could ever see that's not in a museum. I'm not sure. Did you see any of the pictures that I sent across?
0: Yeah, pictures have been sent through. I didn't want to spoil anything. If uh, Take away your thunder, man. There's some, there are some unique, one-of-a-kind, awesome items.
1: So I'll start kind of at the beginning. I didn't want to, you know, I gave some teases earlier this week, but uh, uh, Olympic torches, um, several Michael Jordan um, pitchers, uh, Michael Jordan jerseys. I'll I'll just hit on one of the top three. Well, I don't know. They're all top whatever. There is a Montreal Expos uniform that was game worn by Pete Rose when he hit his 2000s hit.
0: Yeah. Um, so wait a minute. This is your buddy stuff, or this is the guy's. Uh, this is a, it's. Friends?
1: It's not my buddy stuff. He. It's. It's in this a guy that he knows, but they're direct okay, pictures. Okay. They're. They're. It's not a, a. He said. He said. This was a. Kevin Bacon seven, second degree. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> but so there, there's that p rolls. There's high school game worn LeBron jerseys. Uh, Michael Jordan, you know, minor league stuff. But the holy grail of holy grail of all resale items you could ever see were in these pictures. And that's really the point I wanted to bring up.
0: Well, wait a minute. There was the O.J. Simpson the, uh uh-huh. he- Heisman Trophy.
1: Exactly.
0: <laughs> so, so how'd this guy go ahead and get all this stuff?
1: Um, there was actually a Sports Illustrated article written on him, and that's why I feel comfortable about sharing this information in a public format, because you can go to Sports Illustrated and, and read the article, but somehow this guy found this OJ memorabilia, and, and we've talked about this before, because I get a pretty, you know, an, uh, not an in with OJ, but familiar with his work, if you know what I mean. (laughs)
0: Yeah, you guys are buddies. You go way back.
1: Well, he was at the Indian Springs Detention Center, which was right over the hump from Pahrump. (laughs) So he somehow got a hold of O.J. Simpson's Heisman Trophy. That's insane. Could you imagine what that would fetch on eBay?
0: Oh, it would uh, get you a couple uh, couple of those Benjamins.
1: Because we're not going to get into whether the... He said, she said of of what happened with the OJ trial, although I did see a tweet come across that kind of changed the way I thought the other day. Yeah, yeah. But he did go to prison for breaking into a hotel room at the Palace Station in Las Vegas to try and steal back his own memorabilia, which I'm pretty sure this was in that lot.
0: That's what I was going to say. This is probably something that he actually went to jail to try to steal back. So, Yes. I don't know if that makes it, makes it more valuable or not, but it's definitely a conversation starter.
1: So getting in, O.J. Simpson's Heisman Trophy is in a guy in Reno's basement, and my friend sent me pictures of it, and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. So he told me if we get out to that area, he will do his best to get us to see this collection.
0: Uh, I think we can get to Reno pretty easily. I mean, it's the uh, world's biggest little city or whatever.
1: Yeah, the world's littlest big city.
0: We're, we're little city big guys. Big league. So, uh, yeah, you had the Kobe high school jersey. Yeah, that was an impressive collection just from the pictures you sent over.
1: Yes, very, very, uh, I can't, I couldn't figure it out, man. I, I, I was still in shock. And I know it would be, it'd be one thing different if, if it was like, you know, a collection that I'm well aware of, but, can you You got to be kidding me, man. Like, seriously? Who, who oh, has a, that kind of a collection?
0: That's what I'm saying. I mean, does this guy need some, uh, you know, Game warm, uh John Stockton, Carmelone, uh, Dream Team shoes? Because I might know a guy.
1: I, I, that's what I'm saying. We might be able to send him the hookup hookups, and uh, we'll see what we can do from there,
0: man. A motivated seller. Yeah, well, Adam sent over a couple pictures earlier. I called him, and uh, I said, hey, hey, what's the story on this? And I had to wait for the podcast, so I'm hearing it for the first time just as well is everyone else out there?
1: Yeah, it, it is uh, new new information. So that was the bombshell. I didn't want to build it up too much, but when I saw it, it was extremely crazy. Again, I couldn't quite believe it till I saw it. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, well, I mean, uh, why don't you throw over some of those pictures this week on the, uh, on the Facebook groups so people can see what we're talking about. I,
1: I will do that.
0: Wow. Well, with a, a week of, of uh, not much going on, you found some stuff going on, my friend.
1: He, he will. It was, I don't know, just just one of those crazy things. So a lot going on. This corona thing is definitely interesting. It's it's kind of been, uh, kind of put a pin in, in people wanting to get their tax returns done, unless they hadn't filed for 2018 and they wanted that stimulus money. Yep, yep. Um, I don't know. I, I, can I share with you something that I saw? No, please do. Um all right, let me pull it up my phone, so give me a little something-something. You, you you take okay. over. You you drive for a second.
0: You want you want Jesus to take the wheel over? Is that what you're saying?
1: Thank you, uh, Carrie Underwood. Uh
0: Yeah, no, I I've, uh, i don't know if everyone got this coupon. I know we're going to talk a lot about sports cards, but I have a, a 10% off when you spend $50 or more on eBay right now with your sports cards. So if uh, you might be out there bidding on, I don't know, big pro wrestling law that you're going to come talk about on uh, death piles and in a little bit of some cards all decked out is your coupon code all decked out so that saves you some money my friends on, on things that uh, i know you're buying
1: yeah uh, and i know you know we've got some people we won't get into it but we got some people who are spending some large dollars they're making some big investments if you know what i mean
0: hey this week um I, I might have went a little nuts on, on eBay. I, I spent I spent a lot of money on some cards on eBay. So you spent maybe that's lot, why I got the promo code. A lot of money. I didn't, spend, I didn't spend the same amount of, as you were talking about, but uh, I, I bought quite a bit. I have things coming over from England. I got uh, things coming from a guy in Salt Lake who sells wrestling stuff, probably my competition. I found some unique items.
1: That's that's crazy. So, uh, you know, I, I this gig economy, this world – It's really nice because, like I said, my office is pretty small. I've got myself and then I've got two other office staff here. But, you know, I don't know a lot about a lot of things. You know, there's other things I don't specialize in. So that's why these online groups are really good because we share information with each other. Um, This lady was posting and she had a a, a quagmire, if you will, about one of her clients. She had a client who was really looking forward to be able to claim the personal economic stimulus package. Um, and you know, as part of that, you had to have filed your 2018 return or 19. He hadn't filed for 18, but you want to hear about his issue? Let's hear it. He made about $47,000 cash and he hadn't reported the income. But he didn't know what to do so that he could get the stimulus package.
0: <laughs> so, uh, so I was one go about that.
1: <laughs> and, and Oh man, you should have seen the comments in that group. Like, uh, you know, I, I mean, there's a lot that are entertaining, let's be honest. I mean, it's better than reality TV. It's sure in the heck better than your buddy Tiger Jones or whatever his name is.
0: I yeah, will agree to disagree. <laughs> so
1: these people are just lighting up this guy saying, oh, well, you want to take $47,000 cash and not paying any taxes on it, but now you want a stimulus? Like, how does that work?
0: Yeah, it's America. <laughs> <laughs> We want it all. We don't want
1: to uh, have to pay any. Uh, you, yeah, we we want both. So, what
0: what was the uh, conclusion, or were they just sharing that information? There?
1: They were just sharing the information, kind of saying, "Hey, this is what's going on. Um, you know, what should I do?" And everybody says, "Like, hey, he's already taken money from the government. I mean, a, it's your responsibility to tell him to file his taxes, especially with that knowledge. But he's not going to get anything from." Th- Whatever he's going to get from the stimulus, he's going to owe more in taxes anyway. So.
0: Yeah. Well, why don't you, uh, you do a quick breakdown because I know there's a lot on Facebook. Everyone's mom and uncle and aunt has a take on how you get this money or what's happening. I know we talked a little bit about that $10,000 uh, forgiveness loan thing. Just do a, a quick breakdown from our resellers on, on the, what is going on, at least as far as you know. Um, just so you know, you're know, you not relying on what uh, Uncle Pete put on Facebook. I will do that.
1: So, as a part of this huge, they call it the CARES Acts, the Corona something, 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 everybody's going to get money. Um, whether you are a a individual, and again, we talked about that last week, Mike Painter's going to be well over that because he's a one percenter, so he won't get the person. Yeah, yeah. the, 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 the person, Both of you actually. Uh huh, sure. Um, so, what will happen is if you made less than 150000 you will get the full amount, 1200 per person. Uh, actual on the filing status so if you have a significant other you'll get $1,200 each and then $500 per child who's less than the age of 17. So if I had one client we just talked with yesterday we just filed as 18 in fact uh, he and his wife will qualify for the 2400 and they did their part in multiplying and replenishing the earth they have five children so they will get 500 each for each child so they're going to be looking at a total of forty nine hundred dollars. And not that, bad money. And and that will be direct deposited into his account, um, allegedly starting in four weeks. But from what I'm hearing, I mean they are just bombarded. Like they're doing everything they can to help it, but the problem is, is they can't get enough people to work to be able to process everything. So. I would tell you, do not count on this money coming and it will be like a um, you won a scratcher ticket and you didn't even know you applied for it. You know what I mean?
0: This is the one time that the lottery, uh, actually the, the email that says you won the lottery, click here, get your money, actually is is accurate as far as you got money instead of the money.
1: Correct. And you won't need to do anything um, like it says. It's just going to show up if you had direct deposit information on your tax returns. Now, there's going to be a lot of problems if people, you know, had changed banks or if they changed addresses. This is going to be an ongoing 12-month thing. This is not a quick fix. If you didn't have banking information, they will mail you a check. But by that time, the world could be over. The post office could be (laughs) shut down. Um, They could run out. Um, The bank is foreclosed on us. China now runs the world. Who knows?
0: FDIC insured, right?
1: Yeah, don't count on that. So and that's
0: the, uh, okay. So with that, but what's uh, for the small business owners? I think there's some people probably interested. I've seen a lot of talk in the community. Um, it's break down that
1: there's so much misinformation, which that's the hard part. Is even Congress, like they just threw in another update um, Tuesday about five thirty at night. So this is all brand new. I mean, literally, we're talking. You know, less than 48 hours old on the details. And even now, the details are fuzzy. Most people who are listening to this podcast will not qualify for the PPP. And I'm not okay. talking PCP, those things you used to take in high school. Um, I'm talking about the PPP, the Payroll Protection Program.
0: Okay. that's a, the, What is the PPP?
1: The, the PPP, uh, I'm down with OPP, yeah, you know me. Uh, it deals with larger companies that have payroll, um, essentially getting nerdy with it. They will pay for two and a half months of your payroll. So let's just say your average payroll was, uh, $10,000 a month. They will give you two and a half times of that. So $25,000, um, you'll have to prove through 941s through statements that you've been affected by this, that you use that money to apply, for this and uh, allegedly it will be forgiven. So essentially you're going to get $25,000 for free
0: 99. And of course with that, you're going to have to work with an accountant or somebody that knows what's up to file all the right paperwork. This isn't the kind of thing that you can just do on your own on uh, your free time when we're talking about kind of money and, and volume and all that. Correct.
1: And the PPP has to be applied through, through SBA loan package, which is only done through specific banks uh, U.S. Bank is a large national chain that, that takes care of it. There are other locals, depending on where you're at, uh, Chase Bank, um, Zions, Care Locally. There's several different avenues. So that would be if you have payroll, if it's just you as a reseller, you know, and you're bringing in, you know, $70,000 plus, um, and again, we don't know the numbers, so maybe if you only brought in fifteen twenty thousand, 20000 you might be able to get part of the EDIL loan, which is the economic... Disaster injury loan, and that's the ten thousand dollars that I applied for in my behalf and in your behalf.
0: Okay. So, so how's that? How's that one work?
1: Allegedly, I mean, you go on. It's a pretty straightforward process. You have to enter in your name, Social Security number, um, your sales that you had for the previous twelve months, um, a couple different things, and your banking and router information, and. Uh, they're saying they said three days. I just read something today. Now they're saying five to seven days. But that should just be direct deposited into your account.
0: Now this is one of those sounds too good to be true. Even we were talking about it earlier in the week. I mean, who's processing this? How are they going through the application and getting that done so fast?
1: I have no idea, <laughs> and neither right, does anyone so. else.
0: But you're saying to the resellers out there, people listen to our podcast. If you're doing this even kind of part-time, this is worth looking into or trying
1: out. Absolutely. Like I said, it's on SBA.gov. It's very straightforward. Now they've kind of, like, buried it in the Corona-19 thing, so you'll have to spend a little bit of time. But this specific one is the EDIL loan that is forgiven. So it's essentially, again, it's a $10,000 money grab.
0: And do you have to have any sort of, uh, I don't know, do you have a... uh, LLC, uh no, you anything can, like that.
1: You can do it with as a sole proprietor. That's what they're saying. Again, I'll believe it when I see it, but said we applied for it in your behalf, so we'll my behalf, uh several of my other clients, we'll see what happens, man.
0: Hey, and if you're out there listening, Adam dot com, chat with Adam, he can walk you through it, he can help you out, he'll take good care
1: of you. So This is the wild, wild, wild west.
0: Yeah, man, so all sorts of craziness going. Uh, what, what are you and your family up to? I know everyone's on lockdown. You guys been doing anything uh, anything interesting, board games? What's up?
1: You know, I've been here doing taxes late. Um, I, I pretty much get home, uh, eat dinner, help out with a little bit, maybe uh, play with kids for a minute, go to sleep, and come back and do it all over again. So still pretty busy with the taxes filing in. It, it's, it's not even – it's the taxes. That it, Honestly, it has slowed down because most people come April time uh, they owe money and they're not real keen on filing and paying that money with the extension on paying uh, your taxes personally. That deadline extended to July 15th. Most people have kind of said, eh, we'll get with you in two months. <laughs> okay. But, but well, I have spent, I mean, I, it's been crazy. Like I, I spent countless hours. I've probably spent 30 hours in the last week watching webinars, different accounting groups, trying to find out specifically about these loans so that, I feel confident letting my clients know that they will qualify for this. And can I tell you the one spot that I've probably found the most details about this EDIL whatever loan?
0: Oh, please do.
1: Reddit. Really? Absolutely. Um, Again, like I said, my profession... Um there aren't a lot of uh that do what I do. There's a lot of young accountants, but there's not a lot of accountants in their you know mid-thirties. That's that's where I'm at, allegedly. Um mid, yeah. Yeah, we'll say mid. That that you know are, are really outside of Facebook um savvy. And you know, a lot of people on there, they're pretty safe. There not a lot of uh, you know, this is a lot of details, but I was looking on Twitter, um, found some information on Twitter, searching the hashtag E D I L and found some information, and then it took me into Reddit, and, man, did I deep dive in there, man. I deep dive. You kind of went down that rabbit hole, huh? I did, and I found some good information. And I will say, as of this point, I have some very good um, feelings, (laughs) certainties that we we have done everything correct. There are a couple things uh, that they're saying you might only get $1,000 instead of the $10,000. But again, this is all speculation because nobody's gotten the money yet because it literally just opened Monday, which for us was five days ago.
0: Well, that's the weird thing is who's going through and sorting through all this, like you're saying, they can't get people to work. Um, who's going to decide who gets 10, who gets one, who gets somewhere in the middle? I see this as just being, like you're saying, a big a big mess, and uh, here, and, uh, hopefully sooner than later, you just uh, have a bank account and, and magic money appears, but um, if you're out there, you're struggling, you're reselling, don't think this isn't uh, applicable to you, you're not big enough, or, or whatever, give it a try, worst case scenarios, they decline you, it doesn't mean you're going to prison or anything like that, so, it's worth uh, it's worth trying to get it, because the money's there to, to help us, I mean, you know, people like us that, that are trying to sell stuff are just as important as it's the bigger brands and bigger companies that definitely will be taking advantage of this.
1: Yeah, there's, there's just so much, man. It is a literally fire hose that no one's holding on to.
0: <laughs> and, and that's the thing. I, I'm sure at some point this will all get straightened out, and you know we'll we'll move on from it. But you got a lot of moving parts. You got a lot of different ideas. You got. You know, uh, states that everyone's on lockdown. You got states where no one's on lockdown. You got, you know, severe cases here. It's just a weird time. So I can see with the government. I'm usually not too uh, empathetic, but I can see where this could be a mess and 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 uh, a hard one to to straighten out and get people to work to do this kind of stuff. Anyways, isn't really great. And then you throw in that you have to work from home or you have to be six feet away from each other. It's just a mess. I mean, everyone in the world right now kind of realizes what we're up against. So yeah, uh, if it doesn't happen, you know, a couple of weeks, don't don't think that I was lying to you or that we just made something up. It might be one of those things where the government just can't keep up and, and pushes it back. But if your application's in there, you're on the list somewhere, right?
1: Yeah, it, you, you will be in there. It's going to happen. Um... There's so much that's going on that, again, it's hard to get correct information. The unfortunate part of this is there's going to be a tremendous amount of fraud that's going to happen. Um, Unfortunately, that's just the world that we live in. So if you're getting somebody calling you to say, hey, give me your account information, don't, um, you can really, the the only place to apply for this is through sba.gov or through one of your actual lending institutions. So please, please be careful.
0: Yeah, just use your ear brain. The government will never call you and tell you, "Hey, you got some money." They will never send you an email and instigate it. I mean, if you know anything, you have to go to them. They're they're not going to come to you unless you are going to prison, and in, in which case, you'll see the officers and warrants and affidavits. That's just how the government works, right?
1: Yeah, so it's it's again, it's very careful. Um, but again, I mean, I have some people telling me, like, "Well, I don't necessarily need it, or I don't know why I should take it." The government is doing everything in their power to make sure this economy doesn't crash. Whether you you feel, uh, I mean, we don't know what the lasting things are going to be. I mean, we might be locked up, and this might be the podcast norm for the next three months, which I sure <laughs> hope
0: not. I, I hope not, but it's definitely a possibility. I mean, we we every week it seems like it gets a little more intense and a little more amplified. So it, um, it
1: is definitely yeah, you, strange. So so
0: yeah, you might uh, might not think you need the money or whatever now, but. At worst case take it and donate it to a charity when it's all over i mean just you know it, it's it's there it's set apart it's not like uh if you don't i don't know it's one of those things it's not like if you don't get it your neighbor will yeah i mean it's it's there so um i like i that. guess if you yeah don't apply don't apply if you don't want to apply we're not holding a gun to your head or anything but but also don't think uh yeah this could this could go for months you might be good now but two or three months down the road who knows
1: yeah, there's, there's so much stuff going on. It's just, it's insane. So, um, do you want to change gears?
0: Yeah, I'll change gears a little bit. I'm afraid to uh, minimize this screen because last time I did, we, we disconnected. So, I, I don't have my show notes necessarily in front of me. So, I'll just be shooting from the hip a little bit if you're good with that. Oh, yeah. I, when do you have show notes? <laughs> <laughs> every week, my friend. Every week. Don't you lie to our good listeners. No. Uh-huh. I come from... I come more prepared than uh, than Eagle Scout.
1: Uh, I bet you do. Well, why don't we hold on? Just let let's put a pin. Let's try and uh, make sure this first half worked. And
0: yeah, we're we're mix and match, and we're trying to make a, make the best out of the situation we got right now. I'm sure. I mean, hopefully, people are just happy that we're we're putting out episodes. So, yeah, bear with us while we figure it out.
1: Yeah, it's it's fun. It's it's definitely interesting. Like this is. If we can make this work, then, I, you know, we'll be able to pull on some, some guests from all over the place. You know what I mean?
0: That's uh, so what I think in the future this will, this will pay out in dividends. We were able to get Suzanne, and, and that one sounded really good. So I probably don't sound as good as Suzanne, but, you know, I can try.
1: That's true. Uh, Gene Simmons says you definitely don't look as good either.
0: Well, I mean, takes one to know one, Gene.
1: Oh, I, I did like that little uh, uh, little excerpt we had in one of those San Jose things, or the Santa Claras, because most people aren't asking her about that kind of thing, and she, I believe she enjoyed it.
0: No, it was a great interview, and like I say, give them, I mean, I know we always do this, but how, especially if you're trying to blow through your death pile right now, and you're at home, just give it a try. They weren't able to go down. South by Southwest was canceled. Um, they were going to blow up, and and I think they still will. I think they'll get opportunities to present in front of other people, but uh, it's still kind of the, the ground floor level. You can get in, get grandfathered in with all what they got going, and you can blow through your death piles, especially in clothing. I mean, that's just a no-brainer. So yeah, save yourself some work and, and let them take care of it for you.
1: There's just a lot going on in this world. So um, Second half, uh, you got some good news for me, D-Roy. You, how are you going to make me money right now? Because I hear that you are a Busy man.
0: I am, and, and I do got a couple of stories to get into. But first off, I mean, am I allowed to talk about uh, what happened at the card shop the other day? Is this is this uh, allowed to be discussed on the air? Or
1: you you better tell you us what happened. You, you better you better tell them what what tell the people what happened.
0: Well, after uh, last week's episode, we kind of got excited, and and the three of us, the husky section, we'll call it, decided to go visit our buddy Phil down there, at the, the card shop. And, and old Adam, uh, you yeah, just, you just picked some packs up and, and you were, you were shouting like you'd won the lottery, my friend.
1: It, it was a good day because I feel like I really did.
0: Uh, why don't you, why don't you tell the people what happened?
1: Well, we went down there and we had a couple doll hairs to spend and we were each, well, you'd already spent your allowance, but Payney had some money he wanted to spend too. But I wanted we're to.
0: stimulate stimulating the local economy. That's
1: right. Well, hey, we'll give money to fill left and right. But I had a couple things I wanted to buy, and I pulled the uh, the Don Rest packs. You know, Phil, he's always trying to wheel and give me a good deal. And I'm like, Phil, stop undercharging me, man. You need to make some money. So I, I pulled two of the um, packs, and I, in two packs, I pulled two, no, three Luca Donka rookie cards.
0: And you were uh, you're walking on air. I've never seen you that excited for, for quite some time.
1: I, and, and it's not like these... So, you know, first thing I do, I pull them up, and I'm amazed at what PSA grading will do to cards. I mean, these cards raw, like the combined three of them, like raw value, uh, is probably like 120 bucks raw value. Um, or I'm obviously going to get all three of them graded. If I throw in all three of them graded, um, right now, kind of in the market, I, I mean, they're probably looking close to about $500, that's insane. So yeah, I mean, pretty excited about, about that is what I was.
0: <laughs> so I was pretty excited. He's the first guy I, I've ever heard Phil was going to give him a discount or said, you do this, that, I'll give you this deal now. I said, no, take my money. Just take my money. Take more of it.
1: Yes, Phil, please take so, my money. I, I don't. know
0: so, oh, it was a good time. Um,
1: can I send you a spoiler alert too? Yes, sir. I went back and got more.
0: So I, I was talking to Phil yesterday, and he was saying oh, something about geez. Adam getting some stuff, and I, I was a little confused. I thought maybe he'd a few too many hours. He was telling me about some autograph, and I just thought, no, he had the Luca cards. But I kind of ignored it, but I was going to bring it up here on the episode to see. If he did return then.
1: All right, well, give me just a second. I, I've, got, uh, I, I've got to run. Hold on one second.
0: All right, well, well, Adam runs away. Um, are we still recording?
1: Uh, I you're took it, I, I took it off the sky. You want me to leave it recording?
0: I can keep talking and you can run a good
1: Okay, one. well, D-Roy, you're back.
0: Well, yeah, well, well, that runs away. I know we talk a lot about cards. Uh, we have an episode coming out, but it's just one of those things as far as reselling, uh, kind of connects us to what we grew up with. Uh, it's really easy to find. I mean, it's one of those things that who knows what they're really worth or, or the market long-term value, but right now, um. Great time. A lot of select cards, a lot of, a lot of opportunities there. And when Adam's talking about a raw card, it just means like a card you got out of a pack and grading something that we've talked about before. Um, unfortunately, right now, with the whole state of California is shut down. So we're looking to get our cards graded, but PSA's back, backlogged. So uh, it's going to be a long time before we hear what actually happens with these cards. But Adam, you're back.
1: I well, Man, you can watch me, huh?
0: I can see you.
1: Oh, man, I. I don't know. I put,
0: on pa- I put on pants just in case you could see me. Out of respect.
1: Well, that's different than what we get in the studio, so I appreciate that,
0: I guess. Well, it, it, well you know the internet. I don't need that getting leaked out. Hey. So what did you grab?
1: So, uh, man, I don't know. Phil's been good to me. That's all I can tell you.
0: So, yeah. Uh, so I go back yesterday after work. It's kind of my Friday ritual. I'll go visit Phil for a little bit and get a couple cards. He was telling me about some stuff Adam got, and I, I had no clue, and, uh, I didn't call her you because I knew we'd be talking
1: today. So, I pulled another Luca, another rookie card, which that's again, that's probably another $150 card. Um I, I pulled some baseball cuz I want to, you know, I'm trying to diversify my portfolio, if you know what I mean.
0: <laughs> Was this all out of the same packs and the same type? Yeah, I pulled uh, I, I pulled that last
1: week. Yeah, same pack I pulled the other Luca, and you know, Phil, I mean cuz I spent I spent a little bit of money there. Phil's like, hey, let me give you one of these packs. Because I told him, I'm like, Phil, I got a $100 bill, and you're getting all of it. So so he threw Tell in me this. Where,
0: where to put it up.
1: Yeah, he threw in this other NBA hoops pack. and only has like eight cards in it, which is great. But I pulled a Ja Morant rookie card. Um, and same thing on that one, uh, graded. It's about another $150 card. Um, so I pulled another lot of things. I went ahead and pulled the trigger on a, a, a signed Jerry Sloan card.
0: Oh, I've seen that card. That's a good-looking
1: card. Yeah, it's now in my (laughs) possession. I also, in that same NBA hoops pack that I pulled the Jay Morant rookie card, I also pulled a Sign Cam Reddish card.
0: Man, you're just living right. I think you need to go up and buy a couple of Powerball tickets before the world uh, starts getting back on its access.
1: So just, and that's the thing, you always look on solds, and yes, it's not sold, but just what the exact comparables, I mean... What I've got sitting here
0: is realistic It's probably close to a thousand dollars. And all uh, said and done, into it, about what are you into it at? Oh, less
1: less than a hundred, if that.
0: <laughs> okay, so I mean, just for the people out there that are kind of interested or want to dip their toes, it's it's another like we say the, the cost of entry, uh, the barrier entry is pretty low. Um, with cards, though, I'd say definitely do your research and learn what you're looking for or somebody will sell you just junk. So, yeah, definitely look. That.
1: I got into some baseball cards because it's it's baseball season if the corona ends.
0: <laughs> if not, they're going to be playing in empty stadiums is what they're saying, and uh, I thought, well, what's the difference,
1: right? I, I pulled a rookie Suzuki Kikuchi card. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm sure, sure you did.
1: Some rookie guy that's you coming out of
0: Japan. You didn't laugh at my empty stadium joke.
1: Oh, was that a joke?
0: Well, I mean, what's the difference, right?
1: It, well, oh, oh, I get it.
0: you're saying that we don't care about baseball anymore. I see. That. Well, I'm saying, I'm saying, not not a lot of attendance in a lot of major league games, especially early in the season.
1: Well, and that's why that's why a lot of this scary V says, "Hey, you got uh, you got to be invested in these guys." So now I'm a big Pete Alonso guy, and if he hits a garbage home run in in the seventh inning against the uh, I don't know the Houston Oilers. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. well, all I'm hoping is I'm hoping he gets to 50 at the end of the year because it doesn't matter where they came through throughout the whole entire year.
0: Well, if the Oilers are on the field, we got some problems. But go
1: ahead, a- Edmonton Oilers.
0: So what's uh, this Cam Radish? I mean,
1: he's a rookie that plays for the Atlanta Hawks. I mean, again, one of those rising stars you usually have about 10 you're looking on, and literally it's a gamble. Like if these guys do well, then the card value goes up. So,
0: I'm afraid with you you and Painter, you might be getting your own PSA uh, accounts and uh, we might just be going our separate ways on this group stuff. You guys are going to have enough to send them in and and take advantage of some of the premium uh, offers.
1: Well, it depends on if you uh, pick up a new host.
0: Oh, yeah, that's true. I always, always, uh, what? Disney always auditioning, uh, I know that you are cool. you're
1: always you're always out there looking and I will promise you you're not gonna find another guy that has the tax influence that I do so you might as well just stop
0: That's guaranteed I'm not even gonna argue that it, I gotta tell you this story uh, kind of had a weird story happen this week. I know you won't believe it with me but
1: well I, I just, just want to tell it? you that if, if you do the death piles and taxes will be no more and you'll just have the uh, the husky hustling section, and, and nobody wants that.
0: I don't know. Us Husky fellas uh, definitely have kicked our coverage on more than one occasion.
1: Well, that's a true statement, especially after this uh, bombshell of a find. I, I like that term. Everybody in the media uses it. The bombshell find that uh, one Michael Painter found.
0: Yeah, I'm going to let him come in and talk about that one. Uh, I think that's going to be a full episode. I'm wondering he's got some cards. I'm not going to go too much into it, but once they get graded and stuff, this might be uh, as far as, as the world and where they they came from. This might be uh, this this is very very uh, huge. Yes, I don't even know He's enormous. It's he, uh man, that guy is luckier than a two tailed skunk sometimes, my friend.
1: Yes. Yeah, so all right, so tell me your story, my friend.
0: Uh, all right, all right. So um, so I'm listening stuff. I think it was last Saturday or Sunday, and I get a message from a from just a random person. And they say, hey, I got I got something, you want to buy it from me. And this is over eBay, which, you know, you might get approached from people that you've done stuff in the past with, or on uh, like locally, I have people contact me and say, hey, I got more of this stuff you bought from me, do you want it? I kind of keep in touch with, with video games and with my wrestling stuff with people. Um, but this was just out of the blue, some guy from New Jersey, and I said, well, I don't know what you got. He said, well, my son was a ball boy for the for the Nets, and I've been looking and found some of your stuff. Uh, I guess long story short, he had a uh, – I think it was from the NBA Finals in 2002. Uh, he had a, a chair, like a, a chair that they used at the game with, you know, the same little backrest that I have from, from a bowl series. But this uh, chair was signed by all of the Nets team because his son – I don't know, it was a ball boy, and they gave him one or something like that. And so uh, I'm like, man, that's cool. What do you want for it? And he couldn't ever give me a price. He's just kind of, well, let me know. You know, he's wanting me to make an offer. I'm like, dude, I'm not going to – I'm definitely not going to throw out what you think. I'm not going to offer you thousands of dollars because I just – the Nets aren't, you know, a huge, if, it was the, if it was the Lakers, I told him, you know, who ended up winning the series. And Kobe, you got something you know, worth a lot of money there, where it's the Nets, they didn't win the series, it's cool, but there's really a select amount of fans that would be interested in that. And he kind of was getting a little upset with me, and I said, don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to cut you down or anything, I'm just being honest with you, like, it's a cool item, somebody's going to want it, but I don't think it's worth exactly what you're thinking it's worth, especially when you're saying, throw out the first offer, and I don't want low volume and stuff. Well, then he comes back to me and he says, well, I got a game-worn uh, Kobe warm-up, has a 9-11 patch from back uh, during the 9-11. Uh, everyone knows what that is, right?
1: Yeah. Talking, uh, I think every, yeah.
0: everyone remembers the 9-11 terrorist attacks. So I guess the NBA at that time had a, a special patch that they were they were wearing. He has a, uh, uh, I guess it's not game, it's a warm-up that was worn by Kobe that's signed by Kobe. Wow. And, uh, and uh, I've been trying to work with him on that one, because that's something that I am interested in, obviously. Uh, but he's kind of busy. He can't get to his warehouse because they're on uh, shutdown, lockdown, whatever. So quarantine. I don't know, quarantine. But it's a state statewide. He's either in New York or New Jersey, and and that's the news as we know. It, it's pretty, uh, man. It, it's kind of rough back there right now. But yeah, I may have a lead. I might have a lead there. Uh, I don't know what he's going to want for that, but I think that would be an item that uh, is only going to go up in value, obviously. Yeah. Um, uh, but just. He's kind of out of the blue, reached out and, and asked me about this. And and when I was telling him that kind of stuff, I'm like, man, I'm not trying to burst your bubble or anything. I'm just trying to be honest with you. And he, he threw out the phrase, well, you're an expert. You know a lot more about this than I do. and At first, I thought he was kind of taking a jab. But then the more I talked to him, uh, I don't know how he found me. I don't know if he listens to the podcast or what. But actually, uh, he meant that as a compliment. So I'm used to dealing with you and being called an expert and saying I, I know what I'm talking about. It's different coming from you than from this guy, so maybe I'm going to go get me a gig on uh, one of these Pawn Star shows or something, you know, where they call me in and I, I discuss their items, who knows
1: I, yeah, I don't want to um, the knowledge, the vast knowledge that, you know, you and I have, Like, so we never want to toot our horns, but it's, it's vast, it's deep, you know they always talk about spending hours and hours and hours and you're supposed to have like the 10,000 hour rule um, in your realm and in my realm we're well past that
0: well, yeah, and here's here's another thing with that. If anyone's interested, uh, reach out to me. I, I can put you in contact with this guy. I contacted Phil and said, "Hey, I know we're in Utah, but if you know anyone that wants this, I might be able to get you a pretty good deal." Uh, it's it's a very unique item. I mean, NBA Finals chair from a player, and it's all signed by by you know um, the Nets team, which was Jason if it was King, the Lakers, Kerry team, Kittles, yeah, it'd be a lot easier.
1: Kenyon Martin. Uh, uh, you know, and, and I don't but, want this to you know turn into a sports, sports, sports. But unfortunately, yeah, right know, now, that's, that's
0: kind of where we're heavy on. But that's kind of our thing right now. The
1: hard part right now is is sourcing. Is kind of it's difficult. You you can't go to the thrift stores. Yardies are not happening. So, again, we're kind of feeling into our uh, our knowns. And sports is a lot of it. Um, you know, because there are somebody some people talking about buying uh, what are you, pallets of things. Have you ever tried that?
0: um i haven't because of the space wise right you're getting by a pallet and uh you're talking again kind of like the gaylords of last week a pallet's 40 by 48 um in dimension just just size wise on your floor Uh, that's about four feet by a little less than four feet give or take with quick math there on the podcast which never works good for me and then you're talking about it's gonna be returned items i've heard good stories and i've heard horror stories if you have I mean, a pretty good garage or somewhere to process through all that. It's probably worth a gamble. Um, I've seen some good things and I've seen some bad things, you know, but it is an opportunity to source. Uh, There's the Amazon returns, Walmart, Target, all those kind of places do returns and do pallet. Uh, You kind of bid through different companies, third-party manufacturer-type places that process it, or, or distributors, I guess, not manufacturers. But I've never got into it. But, I mean, clothing, if you can find the right place, it could really probably be pretty profitable.
1: There's there's a lot to it, and, and I think what, what you were talking about is just finding the right people, the right things. I did something unique this week. I got on Facebook Marketplace, um, again, trying to look for some cards because that's something I enjoy. And I, I found this guy who was selling a bunch of um, basketball cards, and we're talking old basketball cards, like early 60s, mid-70s type cards. So I was like, okay. hey, you know what, this is this is pretty cool. Um, you know, what? again, I said I found on the Facebook Marketplace there were a couple of pictures. They were pretty vague. Um, and then I started looking, and obviously, you know, the more you look, the more you find. And he had some, like this guy had probably 35 different posts of, of uh, different cards that he's selling. So obviously he's big into it. I always do my due diligence and found him um, – like, he's a big Gary Vee guy, so obviously he knows about the, the card game. But he had, yeah. like, a, a Wilt Chamberlain card that I was really interested in. And I, I got on there, like, Wilt Chamberlain, Bill Bradley. Um, he had a lot of older cards. And he had the prices listed, and I was like, you know what? Let me kind of go through it. Um, you know, Elgin Hayes, Ralph Sampson, Wes Unsall, Jerry West. He had some, you know, cool cards I'm like, hey, you know what, I'm going to look at it. I went through, if card value that he said it was about $190, I told him, I'm like, hey, would you take 120 for the lot? And then he sent me a message saying, hey, just so you know, uh, I'm missing two cards, the Wilt and the uh, Pete Maverick are gone. And I'm like, <laughs>
0: hey, just so you know, the, the, the two valuable ones that you want are yeah.
1: here. So I'm like, ah, you know what, I'm no, not real interested. I mean, there's still some cool cards, but again... It's a crab shoot. I'm like, and he's like, well, ninety five dollars. I'm like, I'm not going to pay ninety five dollars for that. Um, but then I uh, asked him.
0: Yeah.
1: I asked him, I'm like, well, do you have any other cards? And he's like, yeah. And he pulled out like, I, I just tried to send it to you. I mean, he probably has I don't know over fifteen hundred other cards listed. <laughs>
0: well, that's the that's the problem with cards. You can get into I mean, deep deep troves and and kind of like what Adam's saying here though. It might not just be sports cards, but uh, people right now are kind of hard up for money in a lot of areas. So they might be going to the marketplace or, or uh, you know, um, I always say KSL, but Craigslist is kind of our local version of classifieds. It's a really good opportunity that you might be able to find some pretty good deals. And also, um, one of the things I, I like to do is keep connected with people and say, hey, if you find any more, this is the kind of stuff I'm after, here's my phone number, and hit me up. And I've been surprised the last couple of weeks. I've had several people reach out to me and say, hey, do you still uh, – You're still looking to buy item, you know, X, Y, Z, whatever. And I say, yeah, and they show me what they got. And I've I've been able to source that way where you're saying it's kind of hard to source. So uh, building those relationships, keeping them up, not a bad thing. Um, What did you find in the uh, 50,000 cards then?
1: Uh, Nothing. (laughs) He had a lot of King Diffie Juniors, (laughs) a lot of other things. He had a lot of the cards that I pull from Phil, so I'm like, eh, There was really nothing there. I mean, I really wanted that Wilt card because I looked it up and it seemed like it had some some potential. Again, depending on the graded value, but uh, there wasn't anything in there that blew my skirt up. But funny you should say, reaching out to people who you spoke with in the past and reaching back out to you. Um, We've been in our home now for just under a year. Um, We were in the process, you know, we looked at several options and we looked at a lot to potentially build a home. And, you know back and forth, texted this guy. He wanted a lot of money for the lot. And I'm like, ah, not interested. He just texted me the other day saying, hey, the cell fell through. Are you still interested?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's a, it's a weird time. I'm, I'm telling you, if you're in an opportunity spot, if you're in a good spot, um, it's kind of taking advantage of a, of a bad situation. But there's uh, there's a lot of good opportunities out there. I know last couple of weeks we went off about them. but. Even in reselling world, uh, there's people that are just quitting, getting out of the business, will sell you their whole inventory. Uh, there's people that are going through and trying to find things to sell now because they've been laid off. They might be laid off for a while. Uh, a lot of people have lost jobs. I don't see just taking advantage of that, but you're taking advantage of the opportunity. They need money. They're willing to make a deal on things that maybe they weren't going to sell. Uh, maybe the market on collectibles has came down. So if you're willing to you know, buy certain things and hold them for a couple months. Uh, even right now, Nintendo Switches. Oh, I saw which, that. Uh, yeah, you can't find them. I mean, this is harder than when they came out. Um, they're going for, you know, five, $600, depending on the packages and stuff. So I've actually, I got one. I don't really play it. I played it a little bit with uh, my brother. and brother-in-law, we used to uh, mess around a little bit. But I'm just going to go sell it and some of the games. And, you know, in a couple months, if I if I miss it, I'll buy me a new one. But uh, there, there's a lot of opportunities out there. Uh, board games, like Adam's always talking about. Uh, I mean, start going through your closets and see what you have because right now is a good time to clear some clutter and uh, spring clean but make some money. And just because people are trapped at home, things are moving that traditionally wouldn't be moving or for, for dollar values that they haven't been going at since they were brand new.
1: Yeah, there's a lot. Can I tell you a product placement that just came across my, my marketplace that's amazing?
0: You can go for it.
1: Uh, they, these guys – the view from the cheap seats like it's a podcast that they have buried right into the uh facebook marketplace
0: well uh, maybe maybe i need to talk to our uh advertising department and see if wow. we can place somewhere like yeah,
1: that yeah i mean golf oh, we get people looking right on there and you throw in the death piles and taxes podcast maybe we get some more downloads man
0: hey we're always looking for down more downloads it's uh it's kind of a weird thing and and we don't get into it a whole lot, but I've, I've been listening, I listen to podcasts about podcasting, and I listen and read different articles as we go. Apparently, uh, people listen to a lot driving, commuting to work, at work, so actually, overall, podcast numbers are down right now, because people are just at home.
1: And unfortunately, we felt that a little bit, too, you know, not not crazy amount, but yeah, same thing, is, is numbers are down a little bit, which is, uh, when we talked about originally, everybody thought numbers might go up, but... Yeah, I, I guess if you're at home, you're not going to watch podcasts. You're watching uh, Tiger Kings, right?
0: Yeah, you're watching the Tiger Well, not with the kids. I was talking to a guy at work, and uh, he's re-watching the Tiger King. I told him he needed to watch it, and uh, he was telling me that his kids kept interrupting and getting in the way when they're trying to watch it. And I said, oh, that's no show. You should be watching with children. But uh, I guess I you know, I don't tell people how to parent, right?
1: No, that's one of those weird out-there type shows, so Yeah.
0: And there will be a, that's the other thing with these husky sections. Some of them are kind of relevant, so I'll probably roll out one you know, at least this week. Maybe next week we'll see this 50-plus hour work week. I know I sound like a like a whiner because I, I actually have an opportunity. I got opportunities that a lot of people don't have right now. I, you know, getting overtime, making double time. Uh, I'm actually doing very well for you know, knock on wood, for the economy and how everyone else is. But uh, trying to fit in our uh, our podcast has been a unique opportunity, but. We've been able to do it, so we're still hitting those numbers, hitting our goals. Uh, I'm kind of happy about that.
1: I do, uh, we sold something yesterday, and i got to go find it out of the eBay room. It was a tin Remington sign that has like a, I don't know, a fly fishing theme. I I don't even know why it sold.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's one of those things. I mean, people are just at home, and and the most random things are kind of going. Some things make sense, like we're talking about some of the video games or some of the... uh, the board games, or I don't know, that, that type of thing. But then there's just some, some things I'm like, have you just been wanting to buy that for three years and you haven't had a chance to sit down and, and cruise the Internet you're too busy with life? I don't know. But but like we were talking about last week, too, with the whole stimulus coming out, uh, a lot of people are going to be spending a lot of money online. Um, actually, with Amazon FBA, oh, there's Adam flashing his cards at me. You guys can't see them but he's just like he's got a, a poker hand of... of thousands and thousands of dollars
1: I forgot um, that you could see me so
0: that's why I kept saying where's these cards you got you just tell me about it, which is cool but no one else can see them so it doesn't that's, matter that's true uh, that's, a, that's a fat stack um FBA a lot of the dates have been pushed back to delivery times to be like four to seven days instead of the three-day guarantee and even on some things it's going back months so I know I talked about this for the last couple of weeks but I need to keep hitting it up is if you are on eBay right now, you have an advantage over Amazon, which happens never. Yeah. That you can get your stuff to the post office, especially if you can have a quick turnaround and you can do a two- or three-day, you're actually going to be more preferred for people buying birthday presents or, or items that they need, uh, that kind of thing. So don't let this opportunity slip by you. Um, also, people are kind of scared. or saying if the post office shuts down or I don't want to go to the post office, I want to remind people that if you go to USPS.com, you can schedule where they will come to your doorstep and pick up from you. So you don't even have to go out. And it doesn't matter how much mail you have. Um, if you want to schedule an exact time, you do have to pay, I think it's like 20 or 40 bucks. But if you don't schedule, it's free. So if you're stuck at home anyways, you got all your stuff. Uh, you can just schedule. They'll come to the door. You can leave it outside however you want to do it. They will pick up all your items. You don't even have to go to the post office. So, um, if you're home with kids, if you just don't want to get out and be exposed to a lot of people, that's another opportunity to take advantage of it.
1: It's, there's no excuses. No excuses right now. You, you can do stuff. You should be doing it. I, I do see a lot of people saying their death pile has turned into their stock pile.
0: That's good, man. I, I'm glad people are moving. And, and I don't know, some people are having really slow sales. I haven't noticed that at all. If anything, mine's above average especially for this time of the year. Usually, you know, you start getting in that spring and then you get in that summer slowdown um, coming out of January, well, even November to about February is usually pretty hot. So uh, take advantage of I mean, it might not be crazy numbers, but if things are moving and you're listing it, just keep that going. And I'm telling you, once the stimulus money gets here, whenever that is, uh, people will be spending it online. That's just how people are. So you need to have stuff for people to buy.
1: It's definitely interesting. It's, it's crazy times. Um, I want to share with you something that I found. Um, people keep asking me, is COVID-19 that serious? Um, here, listen. The casinos and churches are closed. When heaven and hell agree on the same thing, it's probably pretty serious.
0: It's <laughs> probably pretty good. Hey, actually, Vegas. So um, I was going back to the Vegas uh, mid-last month or something. I had it scheduled and got canceled uh, Vegas just extended that. They're, they're closed for an extra month with the casino. So, you know, it, it's, it's, it's serious. I mean, some people get hit a lot harder than others, but I don't want to find out where I'm at on that scale. And I hope other people don't have to either. I also had a, uh, a trip. We were going to fly up to Seattle and go over into Canada, had this all planned for the end of the month. Um, that's canceled, not doing that. So it's, it's, uh, if anything, it's an inconvenience for law people, but it's a lot more serious matter for other people. And like you're saying, when, when the churches and the casinos agree, um, <laughs> that doesn't happen a whole lot.
1: No, it does not.
0: Well, Adam, I, I, I think that's the week, man. I don't know. You got anything else? I haven't even got derailed. I'm in a pretty good mood, all things considered. Uh, that- you're over Robin. phil of all the good cards and uh, i'm selling things so life's
1: good life is good like I says, there's there's opportunities when uh, things are slow you just got to be able to know when to find them know when to do um you know that's the hard part is we don't want to um you don't want to overspend right now times are uh interesting but you know go out and get your money get your chance find a way to uh you know make money you know what I mean?
0: Oh, yeah. Get creative in whatever your niche is. Uh, go find people. You know what things are worth. Make offers. A lot of something else I was going to say is is uh, during the Spring Seller Update, we kind of talked about it a little bit, but I've been utilizing. You can send offers to people, and eBay's expend, extended that to where if somebody looks at your item, I think it's three or four times, you can send them an offer. Nice. Uh, if they have an item in your cart, they're added to it. Even Sometimes people will put something in their cart and then just leave and not purchase it. Maybe... Give them 10% off or whatever, we'll push them. Uh, people that have saved watchers. So every day I get about 20 or 30 uh, offers I send out, and that's been, I mean, you know, I'll discount it. I'll give them five bucks off, ten yeah. bucks off, depending on what the item is, but that's turned into sales too. So be creative, make offers. If you see something out there that you know is undervalued or that you find, like our, our buddy Mike, who will be coming on. He got a still of a deal, and I think part of it was how the guy listed it and the keywords he used, but Mike was able to find it because he's looking for that kind of thing. The other thing is just the timing of everything. So uh, uh, if you're looking for, for deals to even turn around and flip, it's a great opportunity right now.
1: It is. So You know, well, got to run.
0: people. Oh, go ahead. Uh, sorry, i got I got to
1: run. We're, we're ready to get cranking on uh, my next next thing. Uh Derek, can you tell me, I know you got another good story. Let's, let's hold it for next week, but hey, what are those two things that are certain in life?
0: Well, we know there will always be death piles, and of course, you have to pay and get rid of those taxes. So death piles and taxes, that's a weird way of saying that. <laughs> Ladies.